No, I thought I thought our team played a heck of a hockey game. Um, you know, it sounds weird. We were down three nothing, but I thought we played a really good second period. There were a couple goals. Um, again, there were some individual mistakes that we made on our goals against, but I thought we controlled the bulk of the play. And in between the second and third period, all we talked about was, you know, uh, making sure our heads were up, uh, that our shoulders were back, and that we had the necessary people to get the job done. Just like what we talked about yesterday, and uh, our team and went out, and you know we got some secondary scoring, which was nice for us. Um, but the belief was there because we felt we were playing the game the right way. Okay, it's no secret that this team relies on you know a handful of guys to, to do a lot of the heavy lifting. But when other guys kind of chip in, what does that do for the for the team, and how does it? Help? Well, what I think it does is um, it makes us a deeper deeper team, a harder team to check. Um, you know. The, Evan Bouchard's had uh, a ton of chances this year. It hasn't gone his way, but the goals that went in today were, um, you know, they were shooters' goals. And uh, for him to get rewarded, I was happy for him. Um, you know, I think for for us, you don't realize how much offense comes off his stick, whether it's a good first pass or uh, a shot from the blue line. And he'd been having a tough go with getting shots blocked. But he found a way to get him on net in that third period, and we don't win the game without uh, his effort. And um, you know, for Dylan Holloway to get his first goal, I thought that was excellent. I also thought he was a major factor on the Bouchard, the first two goals that Bouchard scored. Uh, so Bouchard uh, shoots those pucks, but Dylan Holloway's going to a hard area and, and going through the goaltender's eyes, uh, which I thought was excellent. One thing I wanted to ask you about when it comes to Dylan Holloway is the conversations he's having with Leon Dreisaitl routinely at practice and just the kind of knowledge and the, the really the resource he has in a guy like Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, well, I would say that uh, those conversations are invaluable. I also think uh, when there's peer-to-peer -peer accountability, that goes a long way. Um, you know the coaching coaches and uh, the head coach can walk in and we can talk about stuff but the players that take care of the so-called meeting after the meeting I think uh, for younger guys to learn from people of that character and uh, that quality of player that it's it's invaluable what did you make of uh, the two reviews uh, first to, you know to do them and then to have them both go your way yeah we were we thought we were in the right um, we have two video coaches this year so we have obviously Jeremy Capel and Noah Siegel uh, they're in the room and and they get to see it from a detached unemotional um, office and uh, they relay what they think and and then in the end we make the call on the bench but we were you know we were positive that neither one of those was a, a fair goal and um, in the end, we were proved right. Jay, are you, are you a believer in a win like this can springboard a team? Um, sure. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought what we displayed there was character, and um, you know something we've been searching for here over the last little while has been consistency. And sometimes uh, you find consistency um, from an effort like this. I thought our effort tonight was consistent. As I said, we were down 3 nothing, but we, we were very comfortable in that game. We thought we took over the game in the second period. We made a couple plays we'd like to have back. Um, 
but we're searching for consistency. So we're going to have to dig into that reservoir again come Monday night. And we're about to play a lot of games in a short period of time here. Um, but as I said yesterday, I believe that we have the people in the room necessary to get through any type of sticky circumstance. And um, you know, tonight we were, were able to come out on top. As a flip side, though, to that question, Leon did. Drysaddle was talking about how how exhausting it is to kind of have to fight from behind all the yep. time. Do you sense that in your group? And but ultimately, you got it done tonight. But it's something that you're, you're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, hey, I I want to score the first goal in the game. It does not happen every time. Uh, today we found ourselves down early in the game off an individual error. Do I like that? I prefer not to start like that, um, but it's a game of hockey, and you don't get to pick how it's scripted every game. And what I thought was, no matter what happened off that first period or even those couple of occasions in the second, our guys found a way to win, and I think that's invaluable. I think it speaks to the character and leadership of the people that we have in the room, and um, I'm happy for them because now we'll get to get on a flight, get back to Edmonton at a reasonable hour, have a good practice tomorrow, and get ready for the Florida Panthers on Monday. What do you think of Broberg after that uh, first shift? I thought Broberg uh, played, you know, he did some good things for us. Tonight. He, you know, his legs are his best weapon. Um, you know, he plays tight. Uh, he doesn't just sag back into the zone. And, you know, it was a tough start for him, but... It is the NHL. It's the best league in the world, and sometimes young players learn hard lessons. And playing Connor and Leon together for the first time this season. What, yeah. what into that, and was it just a way for you maybe to kickstart the? Well, we were three and seven in the last ten, and uh, just something to jumpstart us. And you know, the ironic side effect of it was that we we the ironic side effect of it was that we we got secondary scoring from people we hadn't seen yet uh, on on the goal sheet, and um, you know that's. It's just the way it works sometimes. Good, thanks. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.